Hello everyone and welcome back to the Alchemistic Podcast. If you don't know, my name is Katrina and I own Greenhouse Alchemy, which also embodies Alchemistic Podcast here. So today I am teaching you guys some full blue moon magic. So just as I stated on Twitter at GH Alchemy, I will be sharing my favorite thing to do during um, the full moon. And that first thing is harvesting full moon water. Um, I speak about this all the time, but I wanted to kind of give you guys a little bit more detail on how I do this. Um, But first, before I do that, of course, you know, I'm going to cast intentions over this podcast. I've already written full full blue moon magic on this uh, bay leaf. So... Go ahead and set the intention so that my words will be powerful for you and that what I teach you here, what I speak, will resonate with you all. So, um, like I said, starting with moon water harvesting, you can harvest moon water during any cycle of the moon, um, but I prefer personally to only harvest during the full moon. I center my intentions for the full moon being power, success, and goals coming to fruition. This is because the full moon charges us and it charges divination items and tools. And one of my many divination tools is of course moon water. So whenever I'm harnessing energy for a certain for certain readings I use it in various ways that I won't discuss on this podcast, but every divineer is different and however you are led to use moon water is what's best for you. So just make sure the use is aligned with the original intention set whenever you harvest moon water. My full moon water intentions always stay the same so I know exactly what I use it for in the future. Keep in mind, each moon phase provides different abilities and a different energy. So if you decide to harvest moon water using the energy of each phase, make sure you mark each bottle as such. And I like to put like a little date on on the bottle. Um, I recommend harvesting harvesting moon water in clear glass bottles. Um, Makes the energy easier to be captured into the bottle. Um, You can use a glass bottle or a mason jar. Um, Set them outside under the full moon when it's at its highest, like based on your location. So always look up like what time the full moon would actually transition. Um, For me here in Abu Dhabi, and I set out all of my um, divination tools during that time, along with my moon water. Um, make sure that the jar is clean before you put more water into it. Um, try not to use too many chemicals whenever you're cleaning the jars and things like that because you can drink this moon water. You can add it to your um, to your cleansing baths or rejuvenating baths or anything like that. Um, it's all up to you. So be mindful of it. cleanliness has to be first. Um, But be sure to clear the energy from the tools and um, before putting them out into 
the the moon because you're casting intentions over it so you want to kind of clear the energy I personally I love burning frankincense so I, I light my frankincense um, um, incense and then and then I clear the divination tools with the incense now depending on what divination tools you use of course you would have to cleanse like if you're using certain tools to cut things open you would have to cleanse those um, but that's a whole nother subject so again harvesting moon water is one of the best things to do during the full moon um, I set out set out as many jars as possible because I use them throughout um, the entire month um, or the 28 day cycle so I have a lot of bottles that I set outside and I also set outside a um, a giant jar that has like a little spout for my family and children to kind of drink the moon water whenever they feel um, the call or the need to drink it and I set it on the counter in the kitchen and that's our like all-purpose um, moon water that's the intentions that I set I set for that jar and so they can just come up you know like the old-school lemonade um, jars that our, our grandparents used to use our tea um, so I'm from the south, so like sweet tea, and you just lift the spout up, put a cup underneath, and the water comes out. It makes it easy for my kids to drink moon water whenever they feel as though they need it um, for recharging and things like that. Um, so that's a great idea to do as well. So the second thing, which is my favorite, this is where I'm going to show you guys some of my divination magic. Um, and I'm going to start this full moon with using oracle and tarot cards to be able to tell you exactly what you need to know for this full moon and for the days after the full moon. So the first thing I do, I usually pull tarot cards on the morning before full moon, which today will be that day that I got up this morning and I pulled. And then I also pull during the full moon and then the following morning after the full moon. So what I teach you here, you can do this during those three times mainly because even though the full moon may stay uh, or may start to one or go you know move away from the full moon cycle there are most likely more messages there for you to receive so while under that energy still continue to pull cards and you receive as much information as you can the spread i love to do is my um, divine inspiration spread I love to do it on full moon because to me, full moon is all about transformation. It's a very huge transformative energy. If you follow me on Twitter, you know this. I talk about this all the time. You only need to pull five cards for this because five is the number for transformation and change. It's a halfway between the numbers one and 10. So it's symbolic of one's openness to change. Um, so there are five questions I ask the spread. Um, after shuffling and splitting the deck into five halves and then putting them back together in random order. And I'll show you how to do that. We're gonna walk through this together. So you can either pull from the top of the deck or the center. I prefer, prefer for this spread, for divine inspiration, to pull from the center of the deck. Um, but after each question we ask, we'll pull a new card to answer that question, right? So try to only pull one card, but if the divine reveals more than one card for you, if it one more than one comes out of the deck, go ahead and pull it. Do not stuff it back in. Put it there, and I want you to lay the cards face down. We don't want to see what's in them. We're going to flip them over afterwards because this is more of a reveal um, for your transformation, right? 
So we want to harness that energy as much as possible because you can um, transform your way of thinking or your intentions if you flip the cards over prior to completing the five card spread. So these these messages are definitely meant for you at that time. So if you pull more than one card, keep them, leave them face down just like the others and we'll flip them over um, towards the end. So, okay. Hopefully you have... Um, you have tarot or oracle cards. Um, I'm going to give you time to pause this podcast, to grab a deck, or so you can go through this with me. Um, so do so now. Okay, so we're back. Oh, I dropped my crystal. So I always set crystals on top of my oracle decks to set intentions or to lock in the intentions that I set for the deck. But Again, that's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast episode that I can dive into later. But if, again, if you follow me on Twitter, I listed out crystals that you should try to get for your full moon magic and um, they can be used forever. So um, go back and look at my twitter to find out the crystals that i listed there i know one of them is moonstone and celestite is uh, is another um but go back and look and i have like the definitions as to why you should use it just something small um because i like for you guys to research on your own don't take everything that i tell you just and run with it you need to research and see what crystal resonates with you or any messages that I give to you resonates with you. Okay, so hopefully you have paused and grabbed your favorite tarot or oracle deck. So let's shuffle together. Follow your intuition at this time because um, before I started this podcast, I already cleared my sacred space, already set intentions. I set out um, candles for my guides, my personal guides um, as well. So remember to do so. And if you like to like bay leaves, do that as well. But let's shuffle together. Follow your intuition as to how many times you should shuffle. I like to start with five for this specific um, tarot card um, spread. Because again, like I said, it's more for change and transformation. So it's the spirit guides ask you or even ask me to shuffle more than I will do so. Um, so let's go ahead and shuffle. And as you shuffle, go ahead and... Think about the intentions that you're putting into these cards. You're focusing on the full moon and being open to transformative change and um, receptivity of all of the energy that the full moon is going to charge you with. So go ahead and set intentions. If you're connected with your deck, know that cards will pop out. Um, so we're going to shuffle. I just did my shuffle. Then I'm going to set the deck down onto a table or wherever you may be, on the grass, on the ground, wherever. And I like to split it in five. So I'll take the first, starting from the left. That's one deck, two, three, four, five. And then for some reason for me, I always grab the third deck because we want to mix these up. I grab the deck directly in the middle, the center, and... I'll pick up the remaining decks out of order, right? So go ahead and do that and make one pile again of your cards. 
Okay, great. So now we get to the revealing and fun part of it all, the questions. Please ensure you are connected to the deck you chose. This should not be a brand new deck that you just opened on the full moon or the day before. I will post another podcast on how to connect with your decks later, but please use a deck you are familiar with and a deck that loves to speak to you clearly and plainly, okay? You can actually ask your angels, spirit, guides. But once you feel connected and comfortable, ask the following questions and pull one card from the center of the deck. So the the first question is, where should I be looking for divine inspiration at this time? We're going to pull one card from the middle of the deck. We're going to sit it face down. This card is going to be to your left. So we're going to go on across um, in a row of three, but the order is very specific, right? So your first card is to the left. Then the second card is going to go right next to the first card on the right side. The second question is, please show me something I possess that helps me unleash the divine inspiration I seek. So reach into the center of your deck. Pull a card, leave it there face down. Now this is where it gets tricky. On the third and the fourth card, these are going to go directly underneath your first card, straight down. So the third question is, now please show me one element I should tap into to amplify my creativity. Now reach into the center of your deck, pull that card out, leave it face down. The fourth question, what is holding me back? from feeling inspired at this time. Reach into your deck and pull that card out and put it directly below card number three. Now we're gonna go back up to where card number two is to the right and we're gonna place card number five. And I'll explain to you why I do this. So the fifth question is how do I full, how do I fully embody this creative energy? So you're gonna reach into the center of your deck and pull one card. Now we have our five cards, right? So now comes the part where you get to read yourself. Um, If you know me personally, you know that one main focus I teach to my divineers is that no matter if you are a reader or not, you should always be connected to at least one tarot deck and two oracle decks that align with your path or your purpose. This will allow you to discern messages so much easier than um, or when they are being delivered to you by divineers such as myself. Um, it allows you to connect and align with direct questions um, being answered to your higher self if you understand tarot and oracle, at least on a minimalistic level. Um, I want to take the time to basically kind of go over why we set the cards up the way that we did. But first, let's flip over our tarot deck. Do not shuffle it. See, admire the card that's on the bottom. Kind of get a feel for what it's telling you. And then we're going to move on. This is really the bottom of the deck is really the outcome or additional bonus guidance for you to place into the spot where you feel as though this is needed. But the first card across the top row on the far left side is card number one, where we asked, what, where should I be looking for divine inspiration at this time? You want to flip that card over. And review that card for you. you can pause and look up um, the meaning for you connect with the card I know some people like to touch the card to connect and receive messages from that card but this card is telling you during this full moon 
This is the information about divine inspiration towards your forward movement. So that's the first card. The second card was, please show me something I possess that will help me unleash the divine inspiration I seek. So this goes with your first card, right? It's the second step, kind of. So we know what divine inspiration um, you should be looking for. Now, this second card shows you um, what you should possess to unleash that first card, right? So then... The third card is right below the first card. And the reason why I do that, because we look at the question that we ask, where should I be looking for divine inspiration? Then the third card says, now please show me one element I should tap into to amplify this creativity that's coming from that inspiration. So that's the reason why I put it right below. It's directly in alignment with the divine inspiration from card number one. So flip that over, review it, pause this. Do whatever you need to do to connect with that tarot card and then or the oracle card i do want to say that too i think i forgot to say that if you don't have tarot cards you can use oracle cards during this pool you don't have to use tarot because i know tarot can be complicated if you're not a tarot divineer and it's not something that you're interested in oracle cards are mainly very straightforward easier to understand so if you're using the oracle card that is fine um, then you want to go on to the question or the card number four, which is right below in alignment with card number three. And it was, what is holding me back from feeling inspired? Again, that goes with number one. So you want to flip that over and this tells you what's holding you back. Take the time, connect with that card, research it. If you're having, if you're using Oracle cards, pull out the book. If there is guidance there, if there's an affirmation there, if there's a chakra alignment there harness that because this is what's holding you back from feeling this divine inspiration for your forward movement that's being um, given to you during this full moon so this is something that you might want to list down for your release ritual for the full moon which is why card number three and four is very important right so now we go on to the last which is card number five which is that card that really means wraps this whole thing up right so it was how do i fully embody this creative energy flip that over i'm going to reveal what mine says it's the two of disc in the in the thoth deck um, which is the two of pentacles which is balance or really in thoth it's change so i have to open up and embody change in order to move forward into this divine, divine inspiration from the other four cards that they have revealed, that the full moon energy is revealing towards me, that my guides, spirit, ancestors, whomever you called into this space is revealing to you. If you have paid attention to my Twitter, I've also said to you that connecting with your ancestors is very, very important. So when you're doing this ritual on the full moon, try to call in the ancestors that are here for your highest good only so that way they can speak clearly and plainly to you through these cards okay so now comes the part where you document this in your journal i hope you guys have a moon cycle journal if you don't on my um etsy account i do have digital journals that you can download you can put the date on there you can put all of the things that you've done so that way you can always flip back to it and refer to it in the future it's a downloadable journal you just need the good notes app 
to be able to open it up and edit it and write in it whenever you want. You can download it to your phone, your iPad, your computer, wherever. Um, but if you just have a notebook, go ahead and write down the cards and the questions so that way you can refer back to this and always please write down the bottom of the deck card as well because that's your additional guidance um, for the full moon at this time. So, and also because you're going to be doing this the morning before the full moon, during the full moon's highest um, phase or highest energy point, and then also um, the morning after or the day or sometime after the full moon, right? So, the second divination magic, now that you've written this down, pause this video, and or pause this podcast. I'm so used to doing videos when I did um, beauty but pause this podcast, write down what you need to write down. And we're going to move our first deck over. Okay, everyone, so let's move on to our full moon three card spread. It's going to be pretty fast, because I don't want this to be extremely long. It's already the longest podcast I've ever recorded. So it's basically focused on three cards for change and transformation. So the first card is about illumination. The second is about release. And the third is about transformation. So I want you to shuffle your cards, your deck, three times and pause this to do so. Then again, split the deck three times. Okay, now that you have one full deck, um, the first question you're going to ask your deck is what can no longer be hidden from me? And that's going to be taken from the first card on the top. Put it face down. And then the second question is what can I let go of? Take that from the bottom, the last card, put it face down. The last card number three is for and this transformation card is gonna come from the center. So try to reach in there, grab the center card. When you flip them over, this should be your answers to what the full moon is gonna illuminate for you, which is card number one, what you need to release during this full moon, and what transformative energy is coming towards you. So I hope this divination magic and this full moon magic podcast episode is helpful for you guys i want to thank you for everything and as always as above so below i shame